Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I'm back with Abby and we are having a great time this week. We are doing a whole series on homeschool. It's the homeschool survival series. And we're talking this week about um, just how to get started. This is your homeschooling crash course. And uh, we talked in the first episode about the, the first two steps to... We just it, want you to pray and stay out of jail. That's right, what right. they are, right? <laughs> pray and stay out of jail. Those are really step important. One. <laughs> <laughs> step one. Step one, Step two, stay out of jail. Yeah. <laughs> We're joking. Thanks to, uh, thanks to the history of the homeschool pioneers that have gone before us, nobody's being jailed for homeschooling anymore. Praise right. God. Yes, amen to that. Before we get rolling, though, I want to thank our sponsor, CTC Math. They are an online math curriculum. If you're looking for a great math curriculum and whatever you're doing is not working for you, or you just want to try something new and fresh and different, go to ctcmath.com. You can do a free trial of their curriculum, and they have, you know, a level for every one of your kids. So check them out, ctcmath.com. Abby, I am glad to be back with you today. And it's fun talking about these things. Like we mentioned in the first episode, sometimes I think people might get on this and think, well, I already know that I'm already homeschooling, Right. but keep listening because this is going to give you some tools that you're going to need for those friends and family and people in your lives who are asking the questions and they're wanting to know, how do I get started? Because so many people are asking these questions right now, which is why we're doing this. But it's hard to Share it. Articulate it. Articulate right. it. So, so this, gonna, so you could right. just share the episodes or you, you could. could take notes and articulate it yourself. Right. Which is actually what we would love for you to do is share this episode with your friends. If you're watching on video, share the video with your friends, get this out there so that people can know and have the answers right. to how to do this whole homeschool thing. I mean, it's really right. a different world if it's not something that you've done before. And so you can take what Abby and I have learned in our last many years of homeschooling and, um, and, and follow the example of what we're telling you, but know that this is not stuff that we've just come up with on our own. This is what we've learned through the years from the homeschool pioneers, from those veteran homeschool moms who have come alongside us and helped us on this journey. So, so we talked about prayer. We talked about know the law, know what Mm -hmm. your state requirements are. Um, the next step is to de-school. De-school. <laughs> I love that word. I don't I know do if too. it's a it's real word. I do too. It's different than unschool. It's different than right. not schooling. <laughs> right. It so is not is unschooling. Schooling. Now this is for the families that, okay, so here's this is who this is for. Yeah. If you have a kid that's going into kindergarten next year and you're starting out homeschooling, this isn't for you. This is for those who have had their kids in a school outside yeah. of your home. Right. You have to de-school. You have to remember that for the past X amount of years, eight hours a day, someone else has been raising your kids. And there's a lot that you're going to have to do before you ever even start into homeschool. So we would say that there's a period. We should come up with a name of it. We haven't come up with a name. There is a period between (laughs) when your kids are in school and when you homeschool. And it's like this break period where we give you permission to not jump right into homeschooling. Do right. not go from public school to homeschool. You need to take a sabbatical. Sabbatical. I don't feel like we came up with that word. I feel like that was a word before us. Well, I mean, well, it was a word. Well, like you want to make up an actual like, word that it doesn't exist yet? 
okay, a break. Just take a, well, how about a de-schooling break? But basically you, you need to take a couple months and do what, Yvette? What do we need to do in those few months before we dive into to homeschool? Yeah, well, there are a few things. And I like that you say a few months because oftentimes what we're seeing happen is parents will take their kids out of school. I mean, they'll say- On Friday. We, on Friday. They'll <laughs> yeah, say, you know, totally. this is it. This is our last day. And then they right. think Monday, yeah. they have to jump into totally. academics. And that's terrifying. I mean, I would be scared to do that. Don't do that. Don't. Well, you're going to set yourself up for failure. And honestly, you're going to exasperate your kids. And I feel like God's word tells us not to exasperate our children. (laughs) Right, right, exactly. So yes, don't do that. Take some time, whether it's a few weeks or a few months, whatever that Mm -hmm. looks like for your family, because you have to remember something. When you're thinking your kids are going to be behind, it's only because you think they need to live up to someone else's standard. And that standard that you think they need to live up to is the standard of the public school system or private school system. And so you freak out because you're thinking, oh my goodness, they're now going to be, you know, 20 lessons behind in math if we don't do math for the next month. Right. That's not the case. Keep keep your kids where they're at, whatever level they're at when they get, get out of school, when you take them out. And then you're going to spend some time planning and we're going to help you with that. We're, this is what we're talking about over the next several weeks. But you need to have some time to undo all that's been done, all right. of the training that has gone on with them being in school. Right. And instead of replicating school at home, what you mm-hmm. want to do is spend some time doing a few things, build your family. You need to build those relationships with your kids. And so mm-hmm. if you spend the next month playing games with your kids, which we've done a whole episode on games. If you just do nothing else but play games and read to them, that's amazing. Build that relationship with them. Take your kids on coffee dates. Take them for walks in the park, or, you know, or to yeah. play in the park. Take them on nature walks. Take them for, you know, bike rides around the neighborhood. Whatever that looks like for you. Yeah. Have fun. Just Build have those fun. relationships. Yes. Yep. Bond. Um, bond over things they love. Yeah. And ask you know? your kids, what do they want to do? You know, what excites yeah. them? Do they enjoy art? Do they enjoy mm-hmm. cooking? Do they enjoy, you know, uh, I'm digging in the dirt. Whatever it is right. that your child wants to do ask them and then focus yeah. on those things instead of the academics for for sure. a while. Right. So that I you would can agree. build that. Yeah. And, and 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 interview, I would say after that, so you take you take this time and you just you enjoy your kids and then you remind your kids that they enjoy you. Like be enjoyable. Yeah. Don't be you're going to have enough time telling your kids what to do and how to do it with school. Like just just go be with your, you guys remember this is a blessing. This is a gift. Like yeah. being a parent having God entrust these children to us, this is a big deal. And so it's not a grind unless we make it a grind. It's really a blessing and a gift. So go have fun, laugh. Remember that you love your kids. They're not a burden. They are not a burden. You're going to find some things that you didn't notice before that you don't like in your kids that maybe the public school system has put into your kids and and you're going to love those things out of them. You're not going to come down on them. You're just going to remember that the, these are your children. These are God's children. So yeah. have some fun. And then, and then while you're having fun, I would say, and I would say everybody should do this, interview your kids. What are their passions? What do they want to learn about? What do they want to be when they grow up? And right now they might just say they want to be a, you know, a Star Wars character. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, but get to know your kids and that's going to be your, that's going to be kind of your foundation on how to plan your school. Because the beauty of homeschool is that we can teach and train to our kids, our kids' unique gifts and talents and what they love and how they're wired. But 
we can't do that if we don't know what they love and if we don't know how they're wired and if we don't know how they're geared. So use this time to get to know your kids. I would kind of almost say, this sounds crazy, but date your children. Like take them out on fun activities and really get to know them and and show them that you guys are in this together and it's going to be a really fun and exciting adventure. Yeah. And I I completely agree. And speaking with your kids, even, even the really young ones. Yeah. Ask them, like you said, what they want, because that makes them part of the process. Yes. That gets them excited instead of you just saying, you're going to do this, 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 yep. this, and this, whether you like it or not. Yep. There are some things that they're going to have to do that they're not going to like to do. It's true. And that's okay. But if you make them part of the process and mm-hmm. you allow them to do some of the things that they really do enjoy, they will yep. have a much better attitude about doing the things that they don't enjoy because they that's know, okay, mom actually cares about the things that I care about. Yes. The other thing is, is sleep in. And I'm not saying let your kids sleep until one or two o'clock in the afternoon. Maybe that first week but, or two, though, when you're de-schooling them. Right. Yeah, maybe. Right. Um, they might need to catch up on just taking care of their physical bodies. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. But we have learned over and over again that a rested child makes a much better student yep. than a child who is just not well rested. And Absolutely. so if your child's used to getting up at six or seven o'clock in the morning to be at school, if that's difficult, if they naturally get up that early, that's fine. But if that's difficult for them, let them sleep in a little bit and yeah. just get the rest that their body needs. Yeah. Um, the other thing is reestablish your home. Yes, There's going to be some chaos when they first come home, yep. but this is a good time as a family, again, to reestablish what your home looks like, what your day is mm-hmm. going to look like. And then we'll talk about, you know, you're going to start adding in curriculum a little bit at a time. You're not going to throw everything at them at one time. But when you're reestablishing your home and your and the structure of what your daily life should look like, right. this is the time to do it. You don't want to try to do that and academics at the same time because right. you, again, it's going back to exasperating your children. You are going to overwhelm them and yourself, and then everybody's going to want to throw in the towel, and there's going to be tears and gnashing of teeth, yep. and it's going to be awful. So right. you don't want to do that. You you definitely want to spend some time. Maybe coming up with a chore schedule if that's necessary for your right. family. Um, just figuring out what it's going to look like to have your kids at home. Right. Routine. What is day. your routine? What is your look routine like? look yep. like? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I, and so then, that's what that's what kind of this de schooling is. Is right. Do not pull them out on Friday and start schooling them on Monday. That yeah. is forbidden. That is forbidden. <laughs> and then you know the most important thing about. I know what you're going to say. I can't wait. Hold on. It's one of two things minivan or denim jumper? What's it going to be? I'm going to say minivan. You are? Yes, because here's the reason. Denim jumpers aren't yeah. as in style anymore, but minivans are a necessity for everything. I, 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 I <laughs> disagree. I, 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 here's the deal. I've never had a minivan in my life, ever. I really just never have. And yet somehow they keep letting me on this podcast. <laughs> but I do feel lesser than when I show up at a homeschool yeah. convention, right. which we'll talk about. I definitely, in fact, we can go right on into the homeschool convention, <laughs> but you will definitely pull up in your whatever you're in and and you'll get the look. Right. And I mean, maybe it's a look of jealousy that you're not in one. Maybe it's not. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I am totally kidding. Um, uh, 
you know, it's, it's a stereotype that every homeschool mom drives a minivan, but it's, true. it's a true stereotype because you go, like you said, to a homeschool convention and literally there's a parking lot full of minivans and it is the funniest thing. It's we need to just get a picture of that sometime. And but I the think- reality is, is here is why, because minivans hold a lot of people yes. and homeschool families tend to value children and know that they are a blessing and from the Lord. That does not make you less spiritual if you don't own a minivan, right. <laughs> but I would say- that Or that less would- of a homeschool parent. Or less of a homeschool parent, but they do hold a lot of kids and who yeah. doesn't want and a lot stuff. of kids and stuff. stuff they're so <gasps> practical books and and bicycles gear and, and skis all the things and, yeah yeah i don't even so, know what's in the back of my car i don't drive a minivan but i've got a big vehicle and i know what's back there <laughs> you don't have to get live, a minivan we could live for a month on what's back there right <laughs> okay we're joking you do not have to get a minivan you do not have to get a minivan but we are going to take a quick break we'll be right back as we try to impart a biblical worldview in our children and equip them to be salt and light in an increasingly secular culture, we need tools to explain how the scriptures mold our view of every subject we teach. We need homeschool curriculum that shows how the Lord rules over everything we learn while stretching our children to follow Him wherever He leads. Learn how BJU Press Homeschool has served thousands of Christian homeschool families just like yours by visiting BJUPressHomeschool.com. Are you ready to restore our constitutional republic? Patriot Academy is on the front lines of the mission to educate, train, and inspire millions of citizens to know and live their freedoms. With courses and materials from America's Constitution coach, Rick Green, Patriot Academy's Constitution training will equip you to be a leader in your community. You don't have to know anything about history, the Constitution, or the law to get started. The courses and coach training are free. Find a class today or sign up to be a Constitution coach at patriotacademy.com. Again, that's patriotacademy.com. We are back. And so we've talked about prayer. We've talked about know your state laws. We've talked about de-schooling and the importance of doing that. Um, The next thing I want to encourage you to do, especially because we're entering this season, is to attend a homeschool convention. Yes! So exciting. They are exciting. They are exciting. Yeah. They they get you passionate. uh, They get you excited. And the biggest thing for me about homeschool conventions, the first one I ever went to, I remember sometimes what we do feels lonely and yeah. it feels like we're always like fighting to explain why we homeschool and trying to defend it and trying to make people understand that we're not weird. And um, But you walk in and there are hundreds, if not thousands, depending on where you go, of like-minded yes. parents who are doing what you're doing. And I tell you what, the powerful feeling, like I yeah. just remember walking in going, these are my people. Like, Like they get me. I am not going to once in this whole time have to defend what I'm doing or try to make people understand it. Right. It's, it is so powerful. And then you get encouragement, you get practical tips. And here's the deal. Most of them, most of them have children's programs. So you go as a Mm -hmm. family. Yeah. And teen programs as well. Yeah. Um, And the ones that don't are very family centered. And so they have activities and things for the whole entire family. Totally. And it's very, very exciting to be at a homeschool convention, especially if you happen to have one in your local um, town or somewhere nearby. Right. Because you will meet people there. Yes. If if you're wanting to meet people, you can easily meet people there and you'll realize that some people are from the same town that you're from. And it's so cool. And then, and that's how community is built. But the, the corporate worship, just the time together, walking around the exhibit hall, it yeah. can be overwhelming, you know, especially yeah, for people be. who are introverts. I know that right. a lot of introverts are like, no way. I never want to go to a homeschool convention. That's right. that's terrifying. And it sounds overwhelming. Um, it can, it can be overwhelming. Yeah. 
because there's so many people in one place at one time. But my, my recommendation is take a friend with you mm-hmm. or, or take your husband with you. Yeah, I for sure. definitely take your husband with you if you can. And we've talked about that before, but go, go with a few people if you can, but I know yep. lots of moms go by themselves and it's actually a refreshment for them to be able to just go right. spend time by themselves and get to look at yep. all the curriculum. You get to flip through the books. You get to talk to the different publishers and curriculum mm-hmm. developers and the speakers and all the people who are there. And it's really a fun yeah, and exciting a, event. Um, yeah. It's educational. It's a reboot. And I mean, if you can, and if this is your thing, again, not everybody's into this. If this, if you think about this and you're like, if I have to do this to homeschool, I'm not homeschooling, then don't do it for heaven's sake. Everybody's different. But we really do recommend them. Also, if you could just take it a weekend, maybe if your kids are older or you have a brand new baby, just take the baby and do the hotel thing. Like, yeah, if this could be your little retreat, and I know that wasn't my reality for years and years, I had littles. But when it became my reality, it really is a huge blessing. The other person you could take is you could take a mentor mom, like maybe a mom that is a generation older that is homeschooled because they can take you under their wing and walk mm-hmm. through these, these, you, we all need mentor moms. We all need community. We all need to know that we're not alone. We need someone's shoulder to cry on when the times are hard. We need someone to help carry the burden. We need people to laugh with over things like minivans <laughs> and we need community. And, and sometimes those communities start at these conventions yeah. um, and just that bonding happens at these conventions. So find yes. one at most States put, well, a lot of States put them on you're also supporting the freedom in your state. You're supporting your state organization, which will fight and defend for your freedom in your state yes, by, yes. by attending these. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. So again, if you go to schoolhouserocked.com, go to the start homeschooling today, link, uh, you know, drop down. And then under that, you'll see um, your state organization. Just click on that state organization. And if your state has a homeschool convention by this time in the year, most of them are already posted up. I mean, right on the front of their webpage, or sometimes you have to go to the events tab or whatever, Um, but they're pretty easy to find. So look and see if there's one in your state or in a surrounding state, because they're, they're nationwide. Not every state does a convention, but many, many do. And so find Mm -hmm. one that is within driving distance and go to it. I cannot more highly recommend the, the, and excitement and enjoyment and yes. refreshment of going to a convention. They're, they're fantastic. Yep. Um, and we will actually be at a few this year. We will have posted on our website, which conventions we plan to be at, but our whole family will be at a few of them this year. And so you can find out where we're going to be. We would love to see you at the ones that we're going to be. At. And then Abby, you're going to be at the homeschool Idaho convention. Mm-hmm. I'll be there. Is that the only one you're doing this year? That's the, thus far, that's the only one we're doing this year. Okay. okay. Yep. So you- so if you're we're, anywhere near Idaho, we're sticking to driving distance this year. Yeah. So yeah, we will be, we'll be at homeschool Idaho in June. Um, so if you are Montana, they don't have one. So Montana, our surrounding States come, Oregon comes to us. So come on over. Yeah. Go see Abby, go give her a big old hug. She would love that. And your family's going to be there with you. So my whole family will be there yeah. and our family will be there. Uh, not there. We're not going to be in Idaho, but we will be, be at, at several others. At yours. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, cool. we're super excited about that. Um, we are out of time. For this episode, we're going to come back tomorrow and we're going to talk about the last few things um, just to kind of get through this crash course of homeschooling. And then, like I said, for the next few weeks, we are going to dig really deep into some of the other 
things that you need to know for getting started. We're going to talk talk about homeschooling methods and teaching styles, whether it's, you know, traditional textbooks that you're using or Charlotte Mason or classical or maybe with guests that are experts guests. in these areas. Yes. Yep. We're going to actually talk to the real life people because we don't do all of them. We're right. going to talk to yeah. the people who are experts in each of these things and they can share with you. It'll be awesome. Yes. We're super excited about that. We're going to talk about curriculum, how to choose curriculum and give some examples and, and talk a little bit about what we use in our own home um, and what works for us and some of our listeners as well. We're going to talk about learning styles, whether your kids are kinesthetic, auditory, or visual. So we'll have someone, we're having someone to come on and talk about those things. Um, And then we're going to break it out into grade levels and how to teach elementary, middle school, and high school. And so stick with us for the next few weeks. Share this podcast with your friends. It's going to be a great encouragement to them. I'm really excited about it. We will be back tomorrow um, to talk about a few more things um, just to bring encouragement to you. Thank you guys again for listening. We will see you back here tomorrow. Bye. What we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts, and we say, this is what you do, step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com.